Hello and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week, we're returning to No Gym, No Problem, part two. This is going to be covering legs, shoulders, uh, abs again, and then triceps. So, as I went over in the previous episodes, for those who are listening, I shall make the warning right now. A lot of this is visual, so you may want to switch over to the YouTube side of things to be able to get the the most out of this episode. But I will try my best to have full descriptive mode on for you <laughs> from me. Uh, what I will be going through is the second half of my work from home workout routine, keeping things simple, keeping things easy to follow, and an all round you know good way of maintaining your body and a good physique, uh, or as good as you can get when working out from home. Uh, in this episode, I'll also be covering uh, my normal stretching routine as well. It's quite short, it's quite sweet, it's easy to do as well. We're trying to keep things, as I said, simple and easy to follow. So starting off for the good habits, as I spoke about in the last episodes, for those who, who didn't listen to, I would recommend going back to episode 52 uh, and looking at No Gym, No Problem Part 1, which covers back, biceps, abs and chest. So this is the second half where we cover the other half of the body. You may be wondering how why I group these muscle groups together. Well, for legs and shoulders, they are two completely different ends of the body. So when you're switching between the two of them, it's actually quite good because you feel like you've got more energy. Uh, so you can, you know, focus on one group, tire it out, and then move on to the second group. And then you can do the same when you're switching between triceps and shoulders as well because when you're using your triceps it's a little less shouldery uh, you can still feel the pinch or feel a little bit of a, a squeeze when you are using uh, the weights above your head because it is still using the mobility of the shoulder but you you know you're still using a different body part and so it's a lot easier to switch between these three body parts abs i just do with all of them for me personally i feel it's quite uh, a, a core you know working the core means that you have a lot of stability but also for me personally i just feel like it makes me you know i like targeting something that i don't find fun to do so doing sit-ups and reverse sit-ups and planks aren't fun to do but i do them because it's a you know that mentality thing they're also just it's a simple exercise it's really they really are so i'm not going to go through the uh abs section of this uh, of the sort of like workout regime because I did that in the last episode so if you would like to see me describing why I do what I do with abs and with the push-ups please go to episode 52 because uh, that will save us both a little bit of time now forewarnings gone what I will explain quickly is the quick succession of the exercises so I always love starting up with push-ups they're a great exercise as I've said before I'm not going to explain why I do them but what a you know, having them in each section of your workout at home is a great way to create consistency in one of these muscle groups. And especially when you're doing bodyweight exercises. Bodyweight exercises, you can uh, you re you reuse and abuse in some way or another. And so here's like a, a nice little quick, you know, me banging out some push-ups. I'm doing the exact same thing uh, I did last time. 
the same thing with doing the sit-ups, reverse sit-ups uh, and planks. As you may see with the with the push-ups, I know they're, it's a little bit speedier, but with the push-ups, I'm actually uh, increasing my push-ups at the moment. So I'm going from ranges of 20 to ranges of 25. Uh, and it allows it's allowing me to progress slowly. Uh, I'm hoping to get into that nice 30 mark. Uh, and that for me personally is a good sort of area to be in. Um, and the same with planks. Uh, I tried the other day how long I, I timed myself because one of my friends uh, said, how long can you do a plank for, Chris? And I thought to myself, well, I, you know, five minutes. And I did four minutes. Um, and I was pretty, pretty pleased with that. So my core stability is there. Uh, and for those who want to push themselves, do some planks. You know, they're tough. And they're, you know, you can just get down and do one right now. So, yes, uh, a plank is is really good for, for building out the entire body. Uh, and I will recommend them to anybody. Anyway, enough of the abs and the beginning of my workout. We'll start with uh, a little bit of shoulders. So, one of the, the core exercises here is overhead press. Now, when you're watching me on on in this clip that I'm placing a it, well, either I'm I'm below me or uh, I'm in the top right-hand corner of the screen, you'll see that there's less stability because I'm standing up. I'm not leaning against anything, and this uh, I probably shouldn't do this. I probably should be leaning up against the giant freezer in the back there and doing these and sitting down to create greater stability, but. For me personally, I like standing up, I like doing the overhead press because it really pushes me and makes me feel like I'm getting the most out of getting that full lockout. Now, I've heard advice from people to not fully lock out when you're doing overhead press and that's fair enough. Yep, you don't need to. Uh, you can do them uh, semi and still get some sort of motion in there to be able to build the shoulder. But I like that full range motion. I like going a little bit lighter so that I can still get some reps out uh, of this. And within this section of the workout, I am going, I'm starting at around 25 kg, uh, single dumbbell, and then I'm gonna work my way down from 25 G, I think I did five on either side, then I went down to uh, 22 kg, did something like seven on either side, then went down to 20 kg, did 10 on either side, then went down to 17.5 kg, and did another 15 on either side. And I'm just banging them out one after another. And it's key, you can see sometimes when I'm holding my chest for a little bit of stability, uh, and I'm also just enjoying the movement. I am enjoying doing this. Uh, overhead press for me is one of my favorites. It's a real, uh, a little bit of a macho movement, if I'm honest, you know, that, that whole overpress, like, power. It's a powerful movement. It's a powerful vertical movement. And, yeah, I really enjoy doing them. And they've built up my shoulders to, I would say my shoulders are probably my greatest asset. They do seem to provide me with a little bit of broadness across my body uh, and i would recommend that for anybody uh, looking to build your shoulders is this overhead press uh, and you'll see the other two movements that i do uh, so the same as in part one i have three main movements for each body part uh, as i said earlier with abs i'm doing a plank i'm doing reverse sit-ups and i'm doing normal sit-ups with uh, the shoulders i'm doing an overhead press uh, lateral raises and then i'm also doing some upright rows and 
here's here's i'll explain the upright rows in a minute because you're a lot of people who know about fitness will probably go chris why are you doing upright rows they can really destroy your shoulders well i'm using bands so you'll see in a second that that means i'm less likely to cause any damage to my shoulders for the long term so i am thinking about long term as well as short term in this and so i'm trying to be careful so that's the overhead press. I don't have anything, you know, I, sh I probably should be giving you guys some technical information for why you should do the overhead press. I don't have any. I'm just saying that for me, it works. Uh, and as you can see here, uh, it's really giving me, it, it's pushing me. I'm building up a sweat. So yes, overhead press. It is. It's one of my favorite movements. Uh, and it's a tough movement. It's tough to increase. It's tough to get that extra uh, kg of weight on top of you, especially when you're trying to get those reps out and build that muscle mass and get some hypertrophy in there uh, and get the blood in the muscle. So next, we're moving on to a leg movement to, to split things up a little bit. The leg movement here is, of course, a squat. For those who've watched my Jocko Willink <laughs> episode, you'll fully know that I'm not doing uh, barbell squats because I don't have a bar barbell with me. Uh, but what you will see here is within my legs, the use of a dumbbell where I've got both hands cupped around the dumbbell uh, and then I am just not using any upper body strength. I'm just trying to use the full core, sort of like push down and use my legs to lower myself down and then go back up. And I'm not, I don't think I'm trying to use too much explosive movement here. I am trying to use full range of motion and go down and get that full squat. Um, for me personally, I have seen that for me, there is a big difference in my leg size since not using uh, heavier weights for legs. Um, my legs are definitely on the smaller side since working out from home and you will you may find that if you too just purely work out from home and are just doing leg movements at home here but the good thing is is that i've actually built more definition on my legs since using uh hyper like more reps uh and lighter weights so it's a bit of a, a trade-up you can have massive legs when you're working out from the gym uh, or you can work out from home. I'm not saying they're like one or the other. It's not black and white. You don't go to the gym and not get any hypertrophy. Of course, you get hypertrophy and some uh, definition built on your legs. But for me personally, uh, the squat is a great way to build up a sweat as well. It's one of these movements that is just, it's powerful. It's tough to do. It's, n it's not something that's going to be like, you know, I feel like I could. I want to do more afterwards. Uh, as you can see here, I'm I'm holding a 25 kg weight. Uh, I do the first 20 uh, with 25 kg, and the second 20 with 22 kg. Um, again, it's not a lot of weight there. It's just what I'm working with at the moment, uh, and it is what it is. I think for me personally, I'm looking forward to getting back into the gym and building my strength up for the squat because I feel like just having a 25 kg weight and, and just you know doing that is isn't uh great at the moment but as you can see there I'm I'm using full range of motion I am uh using some serious some strength as well core strength um where I'm tightening my abs to be able to lower myself down uh, and I'm breathing as I'm going remember to breathe guys that's a big one is uh breathe 
what I do is normally I'm breathing in through my nose and then I'm exhaling through my mouth to, to really get that. Like, ah. And normally what I'm doing is on the way up, I'm breathing in and then on the way down, I'm, I'm breathing out. Uh, but whatever works for you and whatever you feel is going to get the best reps. Uh, what I have tried to do recently is since I got this new weight set, uh, I've been trying to slowly increase the weight for me slowly increase it over time and not every week is going to be an increased week but i am going to slowly try to increase reps i am going to slowly try to increase the, the weight uh, and slowly get that progressive overload going from the weights uh, and then by the time i am back in the gym in january uh, we will be uh, going for for even greater gains from there so my advice at the moment when working out from home when it comes down to squats uh, it is to try and get that as many reps as you can to continue to build that hypertrophy. So moving on to standing calf raises. And uh, as you can see, this, these, these are the back of my calves, those tiny calves, uh, all the calf memes being played at all times right now. Uh, so I, what I'm doing is I'm just holding the cupping the the dumbbell to my chest, to the upper of my chest, similar to how I'm holding it for the squat. And I am standing on the tippy toes, on those tippy toes, trying to push up for as long as I can and really try and contract the calf muscles going up. And for me personally, now that I'm watching this recording back i'm like oh no my calves they're not as big as i thought they were <laughs> uh and it's it's a it's a game for, for me personally because of the running as well uh my calves are uh i wouldn't say they're small but they're not massive either uh and i think when you do do cardio and you are doing sort of like running uh, your calves do get used, but not not enough to to, to make a massive difference. Uh, and so I do still continue to do the calf uh, sort of mu muscle building techniques to to try and uh, improve that. And as you can see here, uh, I'm doing it in reps of twenty to really get that out and to maximise the uh, the calf gains. I've just realised I've dropped. I'm I'm actually not holding the weight to my chest. That I'm lowering it a bit between my legs uh, and lowering it down, which probably makes it a little bit easier to uh, maintain the reps on this one. So uh, yes, maybe to make it harder, you could hold it up, but that's probably using upper body strength rather than using your calves. So maybe lower the weight down a little bit just to make it that much harder for uh, pulling up your calves. Anyway, that's enough calf talk. We've, uh, we're we all slowly but surely descending into calf madness. <laughs> so this this is the, the final leg movement, which I love. And you may say, Chris, you're insane. Uh, this is not something to love. But I do love this movement. And it's just, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. But uh, yeah, these are leg, leg extensions sort of... Uh, really tough single leg extent why am i saying leg extension i can't remember the name of the movement off the top of my head um i have to look this out look this up now otherwise i'm gonna look silly on camera oh my god what is going on leg leg extension no it's like leg, leg extension da, 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 da. give me a two two seconds guys 
Might. No, not extension. No, because leg extensions is ro rolling it up. What am I talking about? Ah, it's ah, no, it's it's farmer. It's not. It's like farmer lunges. It's like far. It's something. To, yeah, f farmer lunges. It must be farmer lunges. Farmer lunges. Farm. Because like you've got farmer walks, and then it's like farmer lunges. Let me have a look. It could just be called leg lunges. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I'm like doing a single farmer lunge. There's another name for it, but I will I will go with I'm gonna stick with farmer lunges for now. <laughs> but anyway, back to the movement. As you can see here, I am going from for single legs. So I'm targeting one leg at a time. I'm doing ten reps on each side, one at a time, and I'm switching between them. And it's an intense movement, I'm not gonna lie. You can see that uh, I'm trying to uh, I'm, what I do, I don't know if this can be seen on camera for those listening. I, with my hand, I'm not actually using my thumb on that. I'm trying to allow the weight to uh, be used by my lower body. I'm, I'm putting my knee to the ground and I'm raising it up and down as I'm in a lunged movement. And so in this lunge movement, uh, I'm, as I raise it up and down, you can feel, feel the burn in that upper bit. Of your thigh and it is just uh, a killer and when you're doing them and you do them in ten in sets of 10 uh, across each like it's like a total of 40 reps for one set but because you're splitting it up into two it feels like 20 reps on each um you know it's 20 reps on each leg uh, and so you're really hitting that that moment when you're getting that burn and so that's why i use it as the last uh sort of exercise for the legs because it's just a burner and it's great to have in, in when you're doing two giant sets uh, for your entire for, for the for that for these three different body parts um, and it's just a, it's a great stabilizer as well for your core again uh, a great movement and all round fantastic for for building the leg muscles up I can't believe that I forgot the name of the uh, the leg movement that I was doing and called it a leg extension. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so moving on to a different exercise altogether. This is the first tricep movement. So these are tricep extensions. Tricep, this is an overhead tricep extension to be specific. Uh, I am getting both hands underneath the dumbbell, 25 kg as well for this one, to for the first set, uh, and moving down to 22.5 kg for the second set. Uh, as I'm doing this in a circuit base, where I do one giant set and then followed by another, um, it's good because you can wear your triceps out with this movement quite quickly, uh, and it's it's quite difficult to do. So I do sets of I do 10. Uh, and then I will do another 10 afterwards. And it's normally broken up by some upright rows normally just because of the intensity uh, of having 25 kg over your head and you trying to uh, get 10 reps out of it and get those triceps burning. And so it's it's one of those movements that isolates the triceps. It is, uh, it's quite, if you are going heavier in the weight, it is a little bit dangerous because obviously you've got to have full grip of that tri uh, of that dumbbell. Otherwise you, you could drop it, could hurt yourself, all of these things. So be careful uh, and try not to get ego lifting in there and try and get that um, full 
control of the movement. Uh, so tricep, tricep extensions uh, can be done in many ways. You'll see in a minute I do them uh, as well with banded tricep extensions to, to maximize the size of my triceps. With the overhead single dumbbell tricep extension, uh, it's, it's more of a strength thing than a uh, hypertrophy. Uh, and so by having the 25 kg, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm increasing my strength a little bit at a time without being excessive, without going over the top uh, for someone of my size. So, tricep extend, overhead tricep single dumbbell extension, fantastic uh, when you have a dumbbell uh, at home. So, moving on, as I've mentioned before, the good old banded upright rows. Like I said earlier, these are great when you're not using dumbbells or a barbell because you can get full range of motion you're not hurting your shoulders too much you're not getting that crunchy shoulder as i call it when you can re really hurt your your uh, shoulders in this sort of movement but you are building shoulders with this and you can get those reps out and get 20 in a row and for me i'm using all four of all five of my bands for this i think it's you know 50 50 60 pounds worth of sort of weight they say with the, the all these bands combined together or something on those lines i don't even know what that is in kg it's probably like 20 20 or 22 but it's great it's it's great for for that range of motion and once again when you're doing lots of them it really builds up a sweat and for me personally uh i think that it it starts to to build up the sort of blood in the shoulder and you get that veins across here so you know nice aesthetic look um, and it also uh, just helps get some a, a bit of a lighter work sort of like lighter exercise between heavier exercises when you're doing the overhead tricep extension you can put this in and then you can go back to doing 10 sets the other sorry the other set of 10 for the tricep extension so Moving on to the final shoulder movement, uh, I've got the lateral raises here. So, lateral raises for me are, uh, they're just tough. And I find that if you're using a dumbbell, they're even tougher because you feel like you're not getting the, if you go too light, it's just up, down, up, and down. But if you do too heavy, you're not getting the full range of motion and you are getting it up, but you feel like you're really trying hard to, to get heavier uh, and it can become ego lifting from there. So for me, when it comes down to a tr sort of like lateral raise, I'm using bands because I feel like I'm getting uh, a nice sort of pull and I can adjust my feet so I'm getting more tension on the band, which means that I'm getting more... Uh, having to use a little bit more strength uh, and if I'm feeling like I can't get that rep out and you might see on the screen as I'm doing these is that I will move my feet to be able to adjust that tension on the band to be able to get more reps out and to be able to finish off the set. Uh, the lateral raise is a fantastic exercise for building shoulders. Uh, it's a real killer when you are combining it with tricep extension, banded tricep extension. So I'm doing 10 reps on each arm and then switching over to the overhead tricep extension with the bands and working a different muscle groups to be able to uh, basically tackle two birds with one stone. And you'll see here on the screen as well, the overhead tricep extension banded version is a killer as well because I'm I'm having my uh, my arm at like a, a 
sort of like right angle up here and I'm moving it up and down and as you move it up into that full range of motion you ha are pulling on your own weight and the band because you're standing on the band and you have as you allow it to go back down and re uncoil uh, and you pull it back up you're feeling that squeeze in your tricep and even without the band now I'm doing it in on camera you can still feel the the contraction of the tricep uh, with the band and it's it's a fantastic movement for feeling the movement and also feeling like you are really isolating those triceps so a combination of lateral raises uh, with triceps are a real good way for you to um, just focus on these two core movements and as you can see there for, for me personally you can start seeing that blood in those shoulders really picking up and my triceps the muscle uh, for the triceps and the gap between the bicep and the tricep really kicking in there and it, it has a great effect I can tell you right now um, sometimes what I will do is I'll group these into three. So for instance, I might do a farmer lunge with uh, overhead tricep extension and then an upright row banded extension to be able to mix things up. Uh, and then I'll have the lateral raise with the tricep extension and then the squats. And then I'll be doing uh, the overhead press and the calf raises together to be able to make things a little bit easier because you can go from a heavy exercise to a lighter exercise to find yourself being able to last longer and maybe if you've done two giant sets of 20 for each exercise you can add in that extra 10 like i've done with the back biceps uh, chest and abs uh, no gym no problem episode as well you'll see in there uh, and you can see that i am going full throttle with this there's a lot of sweat built up from doing these exercises leg exercises i do consider them really tough uh, and shoulder exercises are exactly the same and triceps for me they're a joy to do um i think the fact that because i'm doing chest on the other days as well i'm activating those triceps anyway so it can be a little bit of a double trouble you're hitting them too much uh thankfully because i'm only doing four uh, gym days per week and then three other cardio days running days uh, then it's a nice you know they're broken up and I'm not over overdoing it with that so if this episode does well like the last one uh, I will cover my running my cardio uh, exercises my running uh, and we'll see how uh, that goes as well and, and, and see if you the viewer and the listener enjoy uh, hearing about the sort of cardio side of things and improving your cardiovascular system because this is a lot of uh, macho movement of uh, working out from home and I can promise you in the new year when I'm back in the gym I will try and make uh, some some gym movements uh, so yeah, gym movements I will be recording in the gym and, and showing what I do there as well because I feel like I can really put on some muscle and some size when I'm back in the gym and I've got access to maximum equipment because these are fantastic for maintaining, fantastic for keeping that definition, keeping your six pack going, keeping your chest a good size and building those shoulders and building those triceps from beginner to intermediate but I think to go from intermediate to advanced you do need access to a gym on a regular basis um, and for me personally I'm still intermediate, and I will be intermediate for the next, what am I in? I'm in year th three or four, so it's probably until year six uh, that I'll be, still be intermediate, maybe seven. 
uh, and then from seven to ten uh, we'll try and go into some advanced mode so you know this journey never ends it's never an ended journey even though i've said seven to ten there they'll be from 10 to 20 to 30 or 40 and so on and so forth you just have to adjust and uh, and dive now here's an exciting part as i said earlier i've never covered stretching but i talk a lot about it on this podcast i talk about how important it is how uh, you need to do it to be able to maximize your recovery and to be able to continuously work out i work out seven days a week i would not be able to work out seven days a week if I didn't stretch and if I didn't use good foods, sleep, uh, and you know have a good balance of minerals and vitamins and all-round healthy eating, uh, that will be another thing I will try and cover. Uh, I will go into what I eat in a day at some point uh, to be able to sort of show the 90% battle is the diet. 90% of the battle is in the diet. This is only one hour of your day. If you give me an hour of your day, I'm going to make you look great. But if you have a crap diet, it's going to be an uphill battle, I can tell you that. And you can do as much running and as much uh, weightlifting as you want. But if you are just eating, you know, 3,000 calories and you're 180 pounds or, or, 84, or 83 kg in that case, uh, it's going to be a real tough case uh, for you. Uh, and I would recommend... For those who are, you know, really interested in this, in the fitness side of things, uh, go work things out for yourself, but also be very vigilant on the diet side. Working out here is the basic movements, they're basic. And as I've showed here, they're all very simple, Uh, apart from the naming conventions, of course, when it comes down to a farmer's (laughs) lunge, as we found out. Um, You know, once once you've got past these movements once you've repeated them over and over again they become part of you and it's very easy to to continue from there it's the maintaining the diet consistently for for a long period of time to be able to do that Uh, and having a balance and being able to not feel guilty when you're eating foods from time to time but at the same time keeping an eye on your weight and making sure that you're not going crazy on the scales so make sure you're thinking about that anyway back to the mighty stretching Stretching is really important. These movements, a lot of them I've nicked from yoga. Yoga is fantastic. Shout out to Yoga with Adrian. She's amazing. Uh, she's got what inspired me uh, to continue to do yoga to this day. If I um, have had like a, you know, a, a quite a, a while of a pain somewhere or I'm struggling with back problems or anything like that, I don't normally have that issue anymore because of these stretching movements. But if I feel like I need to, I will do yoga Uh, as part of my routine i will do like 20 minutes of yoga maybe twice a week uh, depending on how things are going and how much running i'm doing because running can build up a lot of lactic acid uh, and i don't find my gym routine is so intense that it causes injury so it's normally my my running Uh, and so you'll see here i'm doing a lot of lower back exercise and that's so that i make sure so this one here the cobra for those who are yogis you'll know the cobra and and that is to hold yourself upright and you're stretching that core as well as that lower back and you're also using a little bit of your arm muscles there as well to keep yourself up and i do that for around uh, a minute and it makes sure to really get that squeeze and it's not intensive but it is a great feel when you're you know you feel your abs and your your lower ab 
areas feeling stretched out and that's going to continuously allow you to hit abs on a regular basis and at the same time you're you're stretching out your lower back as well so that's also a killer um, and I'll sh I'm going to show in a minute as well that this is followed by a couple of other movements that are going to ta to see targeting that lower back because it is a vulnerable area uh, like any of the other muscles in your body um, it is one that can if you're for instance a heavy squatter you will find that at one day your back is going to give out because uh, you're putting such heavy loads on it so so these are great movements for for lower back as as well as uh, stretching the entire body and the next one is followed by uh, the child pose child pose is uh, a fantastic movement for the entire body. You're stretching your legs, you're stretching your lower back, you're stretching your upper back, you are stretching outwards and feeling that squeeze of your lats as well. And you're just having a moment there to really feel connected uh, with yourself and with your entire body. And I'm doing that for another minute as well. This whole stretching routine is around five minutes. It's really easy to do. I do it in every single uh, out of my four uh, gym sessions, I do it in every single one afterwards. And so simple to do and simple to follow. As For those listening, child pose, please look it up. Uh, cobra, please look it up as well. It's uh, the cobras, like it says, I am doing a cobra where I am pushing my chest up into the air. My hands are on the mat and I've got my legs uh, flat on the ground behind me. And I'm staring into the sky, allowing myself to be able to stretch out the abs. Uh, and then with the child pose, I have my legs on the ground in a seated position with my bum against my heels. And then I have my hands on the floor stretching out forwards with my head between my hands on the ground. And normally I'm just like in this sort of uh, sleepy state where I've just done this tough tech, tough sort of regime of exercises. And so this is nice to, to wind down and allow myself to cool down as well. And so this child pose is followed by the, I would say the most important stretch. This is where I am stretching my sort of lower back, I'm stretching my hip flexors, and uh, I am going having my legs in a 90 degree angle uh, and switching them from left to right in order to be able to um, basically stretch out my lower back and, and sometimes if I've felt like I've been sat at a desk all day uh, I will be really really clicky I'll be clicking that lower back because of the tension in there uh, because I've been sat upright all day and so it's very much so a, uh, a level of tension that can build up in your lower back when you are just sat at a desk all day and so you know flexing those uh, those muscles in your hips and in the sort of like hip flexing muscles is going to really help you if you do cardio as well and it's going to help you uh, just feeling less tight. This is followed by uh, the basically knees to chest exercise, knees to chest just again pulling them in, stretching, you know grabbing it all and stretching that lower back as well as um, sort of stretching your legs and your arms again this is a, a serious lower back one which i use and uh, it's just great it's just an all-round fun exercise to just finish off the stretching 
And so that's my stretching routine, guys. That simple as that. There's no, you know, knees to chest is real simple. You do that for around a minute. You're doing your hip flexors. You're doing your uh, cobra. You're doing your child pose. I'm sure you, I could throw in a f- couple of others. I one I do from time to time. I'll also um, do some lunges where I'm pulling in to be allow my legs to stretch out as well. If I'm feeling like I need to get my calf stretched, I will put my hands after a run against my uh, wall and I will push against it uh, and squeeze out the legs. And that can be um, a really good way in order to be able to, after you've, I, w- I would always say to stretch after a workout just so that the, your muscles are still warm and they're not cold uh, and you're not going to try and injure yourself. Uh, and you can do this so that you can maintain this intense regime of working out every single day and uh, not getting injured. That's the main thing and still having fun with it and really enjoying it. Uh, and as you can see, when, when I'm posing down after all of these working out, I've got the the blood rushing through. I've got uh, the ability to tense up and, and squeeze the abs and, and, and basically realize like all the hard work pays off and the aesthetic is still there. And, uh, you know, that's always nice as well. But the main thing is enjoying your workout, maintaining the ability to, to enjoy that workout and, and stay healthy. And then also just having a little bit of fun along the way and figuring out which exercises work for you. So, uh, yeah, this has been uh, a great way for me to, to show the second half of my exercises. I really hope you en- enjoyed this episode and uh enjoyed seeing the the movements that I do to be able to maintain the other side of my body Uh, and hopefully you can utilize them yourself if you feel like you want to uh, hit those legs and hit those shoulders and hit those triceps and hit those abs Uh, and uh, yeah this has been a Taylor's Tales podcast this has been Chris's Corner I'm your host Chris Taylor Uh, and as always I'll see you this time next week bye now